I'm mentally invested. Don't tell me to pray. You don't say what for. He brings the perspective. Yeah, I, I think they both have a great point. Get off me, text line. Uh, he's truly one of a kind. That is wow. Oh, my God. Oh. He's doing a great job. I okay. need you to man up and say what you really want to say. Simon, you're doing a great job. And together, they are Stiney and Guru. Yeah. On 95.7 The Game. All righty. Two hours and 45 minutes of, you know what I'm going to call it? I'm going to call it grown-up radio. Grown-up radio. I just got I there. Yeah, you're 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 a young man, but you're very mature. An old soul. Uh, let's let's get it going. 888-957-9570 is the number. I'm going to lay it out again what what I'm thinking. There's no malice. I don't, I don't want I don't want people yelling at me. Not today. It's a Friday. And and I'm going to I'm going to spin it positive because I'm just thinking about this game and the quarterbacks, and I get it. They're, each of the quarterbacks are asked to do two different things. One's asked to do more than the other. So, I think so. We can get into that. Yeah. Um, but I'm just thinking about, okay, so the 49ers with Brock Purdy. Seventh round pick, rookie, seven or eight games under his belt. He's been terrific. And I'm not saying, oh, he's going to go in there and lay in it. It's No. But you're going up against the quarterback in Jalen Hurts, who's had a career year, an MVP candidate, and this is the last part of it to me that's pushing me this way. He's playing at home. And you just start thinking about if Brock Purdy and the Niners can go in and win this game, how epic it would be. It would be an incredible win. And I'm not saying he can't do it. But because in my mind, it would be such a gutsy, uh, unforeseen, uh, historic almost victory, that just seems really, really hard. And so there's two things going on with me, and I'll give up the mic soon. Uh, There's two (laughs) things going on with me. One is, I'm looking at the Eagles as the team that's going to win this game, but if if they don't, Brock Purdy now does become, he, he gets up onto a level or pedestal that is just absolutely remarkable. But even if he doesn't, he's he, like, I will not come in here because on Sunday, on Monday and say, oh, Purdy, see, see, there's nothing to see. A great quarterback may go into Philadelphia. I'm like, Maybe Brock Purdy is a great quarterback, but a great quarterback might go into Philadelphia in the NFC championship and struggle. A great one. A so, gr- yeah. So this is Brock Purdy, and like I said, I think it's just so much to ask of him. So because of that, I'm gonna I, I gotta lean Philly, but with the understanding that it certainly can be done by the Niners. But if it is done, we're, we we cannot underestimate like the impact of the game of, of the win in terms of the Niners and Brock Purdy. History is against him. That's a fact. Right. But that doesn't mean that Brock Purdy winning this game. I know we've talked about he's no longer the third string quarterback. He's no longer Mr. Irrelevant. But we will look back on it if he wins this football game and does what no other rookie quarterback has done as historic. Maybe in the moment, it feels like 
Brock Purdy doesn't have to do. Look, you're talking about a great quarterback struggling in that kind of environment. I'm with you. But the 49ers do not need Brock Purdy to be a great quarterback on Sunday. Wait, you know what? With I don't think we, so. We, that may change. That may change at some point during the game, He needs though. to play better than he did in the first half against Dallas. He probably needs to play better than he did the entire game against Dallas. I don't know if 19 points is going to be good enough to beat Philadelphia. But he doesn't have to be the guy that lights up the statue. Like, Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow have to be great for their teams to win. Right. Maybe even Jalen Hurts, to some extent, has to be great on Sunday for that Philadelphia team to win because we've seen what they've been without him being great. Brock Purdy doesn't have to do that. Brock Purdy is in a system that is built what to if they get down, every blow what if they that he get, makes. What if they get down 10 nothing after the first quarter? When it, like If that were to happen, then I start thinking, well, he's got to be really good now. You know what I mean? Like If the game goes along and they get behind... The more he's going to need to be great. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm I mean, with you. And, and that's, if they and that, can run 38 times for, for 200 yards and he goes 15 for 22 with a touchdown, 200 yards and no picks, they, they're going to win that game, I think. But even if it's a 15-round slugfest where guys are bloodied, bruised, and beaten by the end, but no one gets knocked out, it's not a unanimous decision. Kyle Shanahan said last week after the Dallas Cowboys game, the fact that we stuck with the run, they ran the ball over 30 times for three and a half yards of carry. That's not an incredible day on the ground. But they stuck with it, and they leaned on Dallas until the Dallas Dam burst. That's what they're, I think, trying to get, they're going to try to implement against Philly is the first half may look disgusting. And that's why I think this is going to be an under- any way you, you slice it. But the idea is that in the second half, you have beaten up the opponent so much that at some point in that third or fourth quarter, you can grab control of the game. And when the 49ers have been able to impose their will on an opponent, when they take the, the, the lead, when they take the advantage, they don't tend to look back. It's been a lot of boat racing this season since especially Christian McCaffrey came to San Francisco. We don't know if they can do that against a team as good as Philadelphia. But that's the question. That's why you're talking about this game has every making of a classic because you have the two best rosters in football. You have the two best teams that have been destined to meet each other at this point in the NFC title game. The two teams that everyone wanted in this spot on the NFC side of the bracket. And now we get to we get to see it play out. Yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. 888-957-9570 is the number. That's also the Xfinity Mobile text line. And uh, you can also check us out on YouTube. Uh, just, uh, just search for Steiny and Guru. I'm sorry, search for 95.7 The Game. You'll see it. Uh, we got a fun show today. JD at 1 o'clock. John Dickinson, he's headed to Philly today. Uh, Brian Baldinger. Very familiar with both teams. He's at 2 o'clock. And then we got uh, my buddy, Tony DeMarco, 45-year season ticket holder uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, my Some of my friends and uh, Eagle fans have really been taking a beating on this show. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a little insight. Took you until as, Friday to stand up for him. As to what a, uh, as to what a true Eagles fan is like. And I think you're going to end up liking him and respecting him. Yeah? yeah? Unless he comes out guns blazing. I don't well, know. I know he's not from Reading. No, he's from uh, Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Haddonfield, New Jersey. South Jersey. There you go. Okay. So I'm going to set it up one more time, and then we're going to jump into your calls. And, he- and here it is. 
I, I was just thinking about the game a lot more this morning. And it's not that the 49ers cannot win this game. Of course they can. But I'm just thinking about what they're asking Brock Purdy to do and what they need to do as a team. And again, the Eagles were the best team in the NFL, best team, best team in the NFC, rather. Their quarterback is having a terrific year, MVP candidate, and he's playing and they're playing at home. Brock Purdy, rookie, seventh round pick, has to go in to Philadelphia and win the game. Now, we can get into semantics. He's not going to have to win the game, but he's going to have to be the winning quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers in Philly. And that's, to me, a hell of a challenge. And if he does it, it'll be absolutely epic and incredible. It'll be all time. Yes, sir. And that's why I have trouble seeing it happen. It's just, it, it almost feels too difficult. You tell me why I'm wrong. You tell me why Brock Purdy and the Niners can and will go in there and win on Sunday, despite a quarterback who, while he may be the best one on the roster, still a little inexperienced. It's going to be a great game. I cannot wait. Uh, this show is going to be a lot of fun, too. It's a football Friday, and it's brought to you by Zenny. The official eyewear of the San Francisco 49ers shop from over 3,000 styles at 80% off retail prices exclusively at Zenny. 888-957-9570 is the number. Why can Brock Purdy and the Niners go into the link and win that game Sunday? Welcome back, and we got a we got a special surprise for everybody out there. We've got a superstar in the building, and if you want to check out who that is, head over to the YouTube uh, page and uh, search for 95.7 The Game. Joining us right now, he's world-renowned. You think I'm kidding? I'm not. James Draws. He's a TikTok superstar. He's going to the Warriors game tonight where he's going to do the introductions. And he's also making an appearance in 90 minutes, 90 minutes at Underdog's Cantina, 128 King Street. He's been described to me as a TikTok superstar. He's more famous than anybody in this room. James Draws. Welcome, James. Yeah, thanks guys for coming. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. Now, I'm going to play for the Bay Area one of the things that has made you famous right now. Hit it, John. Cowboys, I love you, Kate. I do this too. Cowboys, what happened? I got how to lose to San Francisco 49ers. See ya. What happened? Well, thank you. What happened? Let's go. Cowboys, I love you. 
See you next season. <laughs> <laughs> so where did where did this idea come from? Well, I love that idea because I love cowboys and I, I want them to win, but they lost. But that does that was a good game, back back fourth game. So it, it was it, it was a good game. Yeah. Uh, what are who are you? Do you know the Forty ers are playing the Eagles this weekend? Do you care who wins that game? I don't care who wins. I want somebody who wins that game. I want Forty ers to win, and that'd be a good matchup with uh, with Patrick Mahomes. See who wins this game. James, just hearing that clip, you can hear the the energy, the enthusiasm, the passion that you have for sports. When did you fall in love with sports? What made you, you know, to decide to, to grab this platform that has clearly influenced millions of people? I mean, that clip alone is rocketing up the charts. It's it's incredible to watch. When did you fall in love with sports? I love sports since I was a kid. Yeah, you're still a kid. How old are you? I'm 20. Oh, man, you're still a young man. You got your whole uh, life ahead of you. Good for you. Uh, how do you determine when you're going to do a What Happened uh, video? I, I, did a, I did that two years ago. I, I tried 21. Did it just kind of come to you in the moment? You're just thinking, of what What happened? Yeah, yeah, things happen. See what happens. See who wins the, each games. So do you, Now, I'm older, so I'm not a big TikTok guy. But do you do it for games that you watch? Do you just do it for the Cowboys? Um, I, I, I watch the Cowboys. I watch the Cowboys. See who who seen Randy Roos and on the video. I love the I love the video, and I love that. All right, I'm going to ask you one last question. If you don't want to do it, you don't have to. Is there any way you can give us a what happened uh, Eagles so, as if the 49ers won the game? Yeah. Okay, Eagles, what happened at the... <laughs> <laughs> That's great stuff, man. Welcome to San Francisco. I want you to have a great weekend. Once again, this is James Draws, TikTok superstar. He'll be at Underdog's Cantina at 2 o'clock today if you want to go check him out. I know a lot of you taking Friday off. Uh, and then also the Warriors, Warriors, tonight. Warriors doing introductions at tonight's Warriors-Toronto Raptors game. Of course, you can hear that right here on 95.7 The Game. James, thank you so much for coming in. Really appreciate it. Yes, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. All right. Appreciate Have fun it, James. in our city. You're the man. So cool. So cool. All right. I obviously didn't know who James was. Then I did some homework. Well, he just hyped up the 49ers far better than we did. Well, he's also, yeah, he's what we all long to be. He's a big boy. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? 100%. He's a big boy. Look, and I know you're not. I'm hoping I can draft some followers and social media. Individually people, on TikTok. Yeah, come, come, you know, go from James, also include me. You get my profile going a little bit. No chance. What do you mean? Do you have a TikTok? I don't, but maybe I'll start one. I'll start a TikTok. You know who has a TikTok? Who? Daryl the Guru Johnson. Of course he does. Of <laughs> course he does. So that, once again, James Draws, TikTok superstar. Um, I'll be honest, I'm, I'm, I'm a little older. Evan had heard of uh, James. I hadn't, but man, what a what a sweet guy. I mean, he's hard to miss. And, and you know, one thing we, we didn't get to touch on either, the fact he's in the buildings of these places, not just for 95-7 the game, but... 
going to Oklahoma post-game locker room celebrations. People around the country gravitate towards this kid, and it's hard not to, right? I mean, he's just got an infectious energy. No doubt about it. Once again, he's going to be doing introductions tonight at the Warriors-Raptors game at Chase Center. James Draws. What was the... Did you know the details on the Kansas City Chiefs where he... Didn't he go on the field for the Chiefs? Uh, their win or something? It could have been uh, some pregame introductions. I know Oklahoma was postgame, but again, everyone wants a piece of James. I can't blame him. Yeah, no. Thank you so much for coming in, and uh, glad to have a little fun and spice up to the show. Yeah. And uh, we'll get back now to talking Niners and Eagles, and I'll set it up one more time at 888-957-9570 is the number. And uh, what a daunting challenge that uh, Brock Purdy and the Niners face on Sunday. Why do you say that? Because the Eagles, over the course of the season, were the best team. They're a win better? Yeah, Mm -hmm. they are. They're favored. They're at home. But it's interesting. Okay, so we look at, we're talking about the quarterbacks. Mm Got to be tough for Brock Purdy. I'm sure if it was reversed, people would be hyping up how Jalen Hurts is going to have to go on the road to Levi's Stadium. That's going to be a tall task as well. But if we are just looking at these two teams on paper with their quarterbacks. Yes, Jalen Hurts is 15-1. and one. Brock Purdy also hasn't lost a game as a starter. So as much as the Eagles have been the better team overall this season, despite maybe stumbling the last month after Hurts' right shoulder injury, this version of the 49ers, you can make a case, has been playing just as good, if not better, than Philadelphia. Does that at all change the equation for you? The whole equation changer is the field. If this game were in San Francisco, I would absolutely think the 49ers would have the advantage. And the only reason I think the Eagles have the advantage is because of where the game's played. Um, that's basically what I'm ba- basing it on. That they're going to be able to get into the head of Brock Purdy not, enough? Not so much that. Not, like I don't believe that the crowd's going to make Brock Purdy throw three interceptions or Debo Samuel's going to be scared off by the noise it's just the environment it's it's just it it may not do anything to the Niners but maybe it lifts the Eagles just a hair I don't know I just know it's a lot tougher in the NFL to win on the road than win at home well so I do enjoy that's kind of what I'm going we get to look on. at both of these groups as teams it isn't you know the the AFC side to me is much more of a QB versus QB of course both are established they have a history together in the regular season and the postseason being Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes but the 49ers and the Eagles I mean the 49ers have more postseason experience on their side of the field now it doesn't have to do with the quarterback position although Brock Purdy's played in as many playoff games as Jalen Hurts has but you know, we were talking yesterday, you and Guru, about how, you know, well, the Phillies, you know, they got Fletcher Cox on their side. I believe they have five players that were on that Super Bowl winning roster from 2018. Well, the 49ers also, to their credit, have a lot of guys on there on both sides of the football that have been in the trenches, that have even been to a Super Bowl. I know they haven't won it, but that's just how even it is to me. And I, I don't know if, if Lincoln Field is worth two and a half points, but it does feel more like a pick em to me. And even though I, I I think the Eagles will eventually you know win, I think they're just a, a a marginally slightly better team. The 49ers can absolutely win this game, and I know we are going to have JD on at one o'clock. We're going to have Brian Baldinger on two o'clock, and your boy from Philly at two thirty, Tony DeMarco, to talk about how the 49ers. It's not going to be a shock to me if they go into Philly and win. It may be a tall task. Some may be painting it as insurmountable. 
but it would not be a shock for me to see San Francisco win this football game, go to the Super Bowl. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. They've won 12 in a row. They need two more wins, and they're all uh, and they're champions. Let's go to Gene. Gene is in Philadelphia, wants to talk about the game. What's up, Gene? How you doing, man? Hey, guys. How are you? Doing well. Good. Hey, I, I am an absolute, absolute loyal Eagles fan, but I got to tell you that... Um, that I absolutely want them to win, but this is a pick 'em game. And honestly, I've been watching the Eagles for 40 years, and this game is the Super Bowl. I don't care if, if either team wins, this is the game of the week. And guys, I know that everybody's saying, oh, Eagles or San Francisco, but one thing that you guys got to remember Nick Foles, second string quarterback, won the Super Bowl, Bowl for us five years ago. So I know everybody's talking Brock Purdy. He's a he's a rookie, but you got to remember that you know he's definitely won so many games in a row. And one last thing, and I'll let you guys talk. If Gannon, our defensive coordinator, plays that soft defense and lets your tight end run all over the field, we will lose this game. And I'm going to just let you guys go, but just remember, Hassan Reddick has got 11 and a half sacks. And you guys, I think everybody's discounting that guy. He's just unbelievable. Thank you so much, Gene. What another absolutely wonderful rep- representation of a Philadelphia Eagles fan. I love it! Even-keeled, honest, realistic, commending the other team, and, oh, let's lay it on the line. Knowledgeable. Well, she was actually underselling wow. Reddick. He doesn't have 11 and a half sacks. He's got 16. Man. Eagles, by the way, have four different guys with 10 or more sacks. And that's why you're going to need your boy, Steiny. Who? The Panther. Nick Bosa. He's uh, got to have a big game on due. Sunday. He's due. He is due. He's due. It's the cat. It's pres- oh, it's not, not the Panther. You're a little shade at me. I, <laughs> I need to. Uh, yeah. No, he. Look, he. Who knows? He may have a game like, uh, gosh, what was the game where the, uh, was it Michigan or the Ohio State guy? He just wrecked him. He had like an interception for a touchdown. He had three forced fumbles. <laughs> he, he, can't remember his name and what the game he was. Beat, he beat the opposing team by single himself handedly. Playing Absol- offense. A- absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, let's go to, uh, let's go to Vince. Vince is in San Carlos. Vince, what are the 49ers going to have to do to win this one? Yeah, and Bosa is uh, nicknamed actually the Bear, all right? And so, hey, real quick, I'm confident for the Niners just because Kyle Shanahan has proven that the quarterback position, while it's a very important position, obviously, it's not the end-all, be-all. He was, uh, you know, Jimmy G was one overthrow in the Super Bowl away from being a Super Bowl champion and possible MVP. Mm. He was also... You know, uh, Nick Bosa was one holding call away from that uh, play uh, You yep. know, for the Chiefs being negated in the Super Bowl. Also, you look at last year, we're one interception away from Jimmy G going back to the Super Bowl. And everyone, you know, knocks him for just being a game manager. Well, that's all Brock Purdy needs to do. Be the game manager. Don't, you know, make any turnovers. Kyle Shanahan is a, is a good coach who's going to draw it up to where he doesn't put him in that position to where he's going to have to make a risky throw or a risky play. And he's going to rely on that run game, rely on that defense like he always has. And uh, I'm feeling good about the chances. 
yeah, the Eagles are going to be tough to beat at their place, but I'm feeling really good for the Niners, and let's go. Let me ask you this, uh, Vince, because I'm going to start asking this question just because I, I don't know. I love the question. Where are you watching the game? Oh, my gosh. The lab. This is a heartbreaker. I got to I gotta oh, no. coach a sixth-grade girls basketball right. game for my daughter Respect. at yeah. 1 o'clock. Okay. So I'm going to be taping the game, hoping no one blows it for me while I'm at the basketball game. Right. Come back home, start it, and watch it with no commercials. Sounds great, man. Keep the notifications off, Vince. Yeah. Airplane mode. Hey, uh, if it works out for him, what a great day. Yeah, honestly. He's, he's going to know. Well, actually, it, it's funny. He's gonna, somebody's going to drop dime on it. It's him. funny you said that. I went 2016 Game 7 of the Warriors against the Cavaliers. Okay. Game. I had a game. The loss. Call, I had a broad, the loss. Right, okay. I had a broadcast to do that night, and I did, thank you. And I did not watch that game. And I told everyone in the press box, if you tell me a score at any point in this basketball game, we're no longer friends. And I went home, had the game taped, and found out at three o'clock in the morning that the Warriors did not win the NBA Finals. And my friends laughed at me the entire time because, of course, I was cheering when everyone was scoring and all this stuff. No, like, yeah, it doesn't matter. The <laughs> game's already over. You know, that's such a tough game to play because you'll be around people that know the score and they'll be like, oh. And you'll be like, well, was he saying, oh, because he's a Niner fan or he's an Eagle fan or trying to interpret this and that? If I'm the opposing coach for that guy, I'm using that to my advantage. That's actually that a great, great call. Six-year-old girls' soccer's cutthroat from what I hear. Sixth grade. So sixth grade. Sorry, six-year-old. Let's go to Lori. Lori's in Phoenix. Hey, Lori. Hey, guys. So I know you keep talking about pressure being on the Niners or being on Purdy. You know, I think that pressure is probably, to me, more on Philadelphia. They're favored. They're at home. They're supposed to win. It's on Jalen. You know, he's supposed to be the winning quarterback. Brock Purdy is just going in there, and if he plays well, then great for him. But nobody's expecting him to win this game. So I think a lot of that is is an advantage for Purdy. But I also don't think that the 49ers, you know, they've never – they have never depended on their quarterback to, to win the game for them. So they're going to set him up correctly. Kyle's been through this. They've been to the championship game a couple times. They've been to a Super Bowl. Our experience is a lot better. They played in hostile conditions before, and they won two games on the road last year. That Green Bay experience last year was, was horrible, too. So, I mean, yeah, Philly's going to talk all the smack. That's what they do. But I think the game's going to come down to mistakes. Whichever team plays cleaner is the team that's going to win this game. Thank you, Lori. Appreciate it. Niners have played very clean football Well, I, stretch. I, I'm filling in for Guru today. I do feel like Guru might respond to something like that by saying, yeah, the Niners aren't dependent on the quarterback. That's unfortunately why they haven't won a Super Bowl to this point. Yep, that's, a, that's certainly out there. That's absolutely out there. But I, I am with Lori that the pressure to me is on Philadelphia. I know that the Niners have won 12 in a row, and I know that Brock Purdy has been a sensation but if you're Philadelphia and you lose this game, you got to feel absolutely crushed. I mean, they have played as close to a perfect season as any team in football this year. They did it the entire year, like you mentioned, that earned them home field advantage in the title game. They have, if Avante Maddox plays on Sunday, they will have had all 22 starters from week one play. The, well, not the entire year, but play on Sunday in the championship game. That is extremely rare. They have had as many things as possible, outside of a shoulder injury to their quarterback, go their way. So if they don't win this football game, 
Like, they're going to walk in on Monday absolutely distraught. I don't know if you can say the same thing about the San Francisco 49ers. Like, we're not going to kill them on Monday the way that Philly is going to kill the Eagles if they lose that football game. I always kind of like to talk about this because, okay, who's the pressure on? Uh, pressure's on the Eagles. Well, good. Good for them. The, some teams respond better to pressure. Makes diamonds. Uh, what I'm saying is, like, it, having more pressure on you isn't a negative automatically. It could be a positive. Could, could be. be a positive. A lot of players and coaches are motivated kind of by that. So, you know, it just depends on every how every individual player handles the pressure that they're feeling, whatever level that may be. But that's why we remember athletes because of the pressure. I mean, look, Damian Lillard scored 60 points in a basketball game. He had the most efficient 60-point game earlier this week in the history of basketball. No one's going to remember that game. Right. There was no pressure involved in that game. If he does it in the playoffs or the finals, we care. If Brock Purdy goes and throws you know, four touchdowns earlier this season, you know, Brock Purdy lighting up the Miami Dolphins was unexpected. But, can, but if he has a great game in the NFC Championship, that's what we're going to... We're not going to remember him in being 19 of 29 against Dallas in, in the divisional round. We're going to remember what he did when the most pressure was on the line. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. And I'm uh, um, just to piggyback on something Laurie said from uh, from Arizona. Uh, and I think the uh, the Philly caller brought this up too. You know, we keep we keep saying, well, if Brock Purdy uh, has a bad game, I like what does a bad game from Brock Purdy look like? And if you say if you say well, what's a bad game for a quarterback look like? What do we always say? Eh, throws two or three interceptions? Well, I mean, I don't want to lock it, but not going to throw three interceptions. No. Like, Kyle's not going to, Kyle Shanahan will not let him throw three interceptions in a way unless he's just awful, which I find that hard to believe that he's going to be awful. I think so, there's more likely to be three strip sacks than three interceptions. I'd agree with that. Well, actually, I don't think I'd agree with that. Really? But the the point I mean I don't know. Well, what a, semantics. Yeah, I mean uh, all I'm saying is, um, you know, the, Kyle Shanahan has a history of of you know making the I guess giving you a chance to win a game when a quarterback plays at a level that other teams might not be able to win at win with. You know what I mean? Does it make you hesitant? But they're also great around this quarterback. They are, but Kyle Shanahan also likes to play things kind of close to the vest. He does. As a play caller, as a decision maker. We saw it against Dallas. You know, we've seen it in the postseason. But at the end of the day, he's 6-2. and two. Like He has a chance to win his seventh playoff game as a head coach in his third trip in the playoffs. That is incredible, and yet it seems like there is a portion of of the fan base and perhaps even media members that are going to kind of wonder what Shanahan is going to do if he gets a lead, if they fall behind. There are questions surrounding the way Kyle Shanahan manages football games that I don't know if we extend to someone that is a is, is an anonymous head coach with a 6-2 and two postseason record. Right. Let me ask you this. I'm putting you on the spot, though. Okay. Has Purdy been down two scores in a game? Yes, to the Raiders, I believe. Oh, I think you're right. 
I think you might be right. And he made two game-winning drives, or fourth-quarter drives, in that game. And, of course, they won an overtime. Now, that was against the Las Vegas Raiders and a backup quarterback in Jared Stidham. But I do think that experience is valuable. And you combine, no it, you combine it with you know the, the week, 15, week 15 experience in Seattle. Okay, that's as close to a hostile environment as you're going to see compared to Philly. I wouldn't put Las Vegas in that. But he's played from behind and has won that type of game, even if it's against a lesser opponent. And then Dallas in my opinion, is is somewhat of a preview to Philadelphia because of how good their line play is, how fast they are on defense. Now the it's it's almost like the, the, the 49ers are playing the evolved form of all of those kind of situations combined in one. I think that, look, so far, Brock Purdy's passed every test, so I don't know if there's reason for me to believe he can't against Philadelphia. But again, like we mentioned off the top, he doesn't have history on his side. And there's a reason why rookie quarterbacks have not been to the Super Bowl is because typically at some point they tend to wilt. I don't think that Brock Purdy will, but it may not come down to that because of how good the Eagles are. I mean, isn't it as simple as, you know, first thing they got to do is what they always want to do is run the football. That's what, they, that's what they want to do, the 49ers. 100%. And ideally, uh, it's funny. I, you know, the one thing about Shanahan that stuck out like a sore thumb this year, and he probably was doing it during his first five years, but... The, the, the strategy of we win the toss, we defer, we go get a three and out right off the bat, we score, and now we have a lead and multiple possessions to go more than you. Like that, the, the, the perfect way for this game to start for the Niners, obviously, would be kickoff, hold, touchdown. Yeah. And... But 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 I think even take kickoff hold field goal just to just to put the e I just to put the Eagles uh, behind the eight ball. So it's it's that's really you know I think that's another thing too about they had uh, they were they had the first possession of the second half last week right I think that's another re- against Dallas. First, did they? D- Dallas had the ball coming out of the locker room. Okay, so they didn't have it, but they had it the first possession against Seattle. Right. But even against Dallas, maybe that's another reason why Shanahan was so conservative at the end of the first half because he knew we can't give him the ball here and then give it to him again right away. Like That's a big part of what the Niners do. All right, here we go. Uh, John Dickinson, uh, 95-7 the games, NFL, NBA uh, reporter. He's coming to us next. He will be in Philadelphia on Sunday. The Road to Glendale, brought to you by the San Francisco Sheriff's Office. Your future begins here. Visit sfsheriff.com and apply today. John Dickinson, he joins us from the Bud Light guest line next on 95.7 The Game.